You're listening to Everybody Eats, where we sit down with the best and brightest hustlers, entrepreneurs, go-getters, and professionals. Join us as we create the ultimate network and change the business narrative from the ground up. All right, let's do it. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Everybody Eats Show. It's your favorite host. And we have a really good episode for you guys today. Today, we're going to be talking about wholesaling. So uh, we did an episode similar to this over the summer. Uh, we had Randy Cadley. He did wholesaling in Central Florida. But today, we have another guest. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Nasser. Uh, for joining us, making sure I got that right. You know? So <laughs> thank you very much for joining us from Charlotte. Um, and thank you for being on our podcast and teaching our audience today. Uh, you're welcome, man. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it, man. For sure, for sure. So uh, before we start, for all our listeners, make sure that you are following us on all platforms, right? If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure that you hit that like and subscribe button so you are up to date and you get those notifications whenever we drop a video. We have our current events uh, segments midnight called Midnight Breakfast. We do those pretty much weekly, giving you guys current news. And we have our regular uh, episodes that are dropping. So make sure that you're up to date on all that on YouTube. And you're following us on all platforms on Instagram, everybodyeats.pod, on Twitter, EBEpod. And of course, you can listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever there are, we there, right? So make sure, make sure uh, you're tuning in. And we always got to give a shout out, right, to Black business and the people who support us. So my man Sosa, if you, if you watch the, <laughs> if, you, if you watch our current events episode on Monday, uh, he made us that uh, the Everybody Eats hoodie. So he also made this dope Black Lives Matter hoodie for us with with the kente cloth in the hood right different so you know we fly flyest podcast that you guys have seen so make sure that um you're you're, you're subscribed everywhere and we got to give a shout out to our man so so for hooking us up with the gear all right so on that note let's start today's episode so today we're talking about wholesaling so Nasser, right if you could introduce yourself first where you from, what do you do? And then we'll get into a conversation about wholesaling, what it is and what the people can learn about it. All right, so uh, my name is Nasser El Arabi and um, born and raised in New Jersey. So <clears throat> wholesaling, right? Let's, let, let's bring it back a little bit before wholesaling. I've been involved in real estate since 07. Wholesaling falls in the creative real estate investment um spectrum right it's essentially you're flipping houses with no money and no credit so it falls in that spectrum and with that being said <laughs> to explain it let's say you basically find a property at a deep discount for um forty thousand, but it's worth 100 okay house needs about fifteen thousand dollars worth of work you contract, you contract that property. You that means you have a contract on that property. You then turn around and call somebody that's a cash buyer and say, Hey, look, I'm selling this property for fifty thousand dollars. And with that being said, at that particular point, he says he looks at the house and says, Hey, look, I want it. And he gives you 50, okay. 
It goes to the closing title, um, closing attorney or a title company, depending on your state. And at that point, you close and you pick up a check for $10,000 because you assigned your contract to the cash buyer. It's basically like middleman income. So it's, you, you're, you're playing the middleman of the seller and the buyer. Now, some of you are overthinking saying, well, if somebody has all that money, what they need me for? Because people with money don't have time to go out and find deals. Okay, so your service is needed. It's guys that buy rentals, rental properties, where that's all they wanna do is just focus on landlord. It's guys that rehab houses. Well, if they don't buy any more houses to rehab, they don't eat. So they're always looking for more deals. So that's where your service comes into play. Sure, for sure. So it kind of sounds like, uh, I mean, of course it's not wholesale, I mean, um, short selling, but the, the idea and the concept of, you know, the, the way you make that money sounds like, short selling from, from my from my understanding um now when you say short selling you're talking about stocks yes yes stocks like the idea of uh in in a sense you're not um i would uh do you say they're borrowing they're not borrowing the money because they don't have any they don't have any money they're not borrowing anything so i mean yeah it, there's some differences but I, I just think the i guess in terms of the math aspect and, and the the way you profit kind of sounds like wholesaling I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, short selling. I mean, that's probably so. I don't know much about short selling. Yeah. I just wanted to clarify to people that we're not talking about short sales with the banks and you guys are talking about short selling yeah, with stocks. I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah. 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 Making sure you got that, that uh, verbiage on a. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Don't, don't confuse this with stocks. <laughs> don't confuse it because My short sales, that's a totally different thing. Yeah. Banks involved. And there's a lot of stipulations when it comes to wholesaling those. And I don't want to touch on that and get people in trouble. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> so uh, essentially you said you're the middleman. And I think that that's really cool. We, uh, I think we spoke about on the show before uh, how the middleman in any industry is usually one of the people who make uh, a lot, a lot of the bread, right? You think about, you think of like Uber, right? Like Uber doesn't own the cars, but you know, by not still not owning the cars, they're technically the middleman between the, the person who's driving and the person who needs a ride, right? They're just helping to facilitate that. You think about Amazon, you know, they're not necessarily making all of the products, but they're the ones, you know, finding the deal, so to speak, or finding the customers to sell it to from their warehouses. I mean, so, even if you're, you're getting served, the person who, who serves you, they're making money and they're yeah, the middleman. So, yeah. so it, it's fine being the middleman in, in real estate. So, there's a middleman, middleman in every industry, uh, and if you can take advantage of that, that's a that's, that's a lot of profit that you can make right there. Yeah. So, um, so starting from there, right? Um, for for people who you know, this maybe this is the first time knowing or learn, hearing about this. You're saying you're finding a property, you're finding someone who, with, with money, right? Obviously, it does It sounds easier, you know, said than done. Of what course. Are, like, how do you even begin that process, right? For maybe for the first person who, for the first time, who's a first time wholesaler, where are you finding these properties in the first place to say, hey, I wanna go, you know, like, do you even wanna sell this? And where are you finding those investors with that type of capital to say, I wanna go buy that property? All right, so that's that, that's a good question, right? So durudriving.com, durudriving.com is an app, right? This is how I got my first deal. And what I did was a technique called driving for dollars. I did my first wholesale transaction in 2011, and I did something called driving for dollars. And with that driving for dollars, what I did was I essentially um, 
I found a property. Uh, I'm sorry. I went to neighborhoods and I'm looking at properties that got tall grass, boarded up houses, um, old roofs, not well kept, et cetera. Basically saying, hey, look, are you open to selling? I would send them a postcard. But through this app today, you can call them. You can um, just to clarify, who is who is um, them? You know, who is the person you would contact for that property? I'm sorry, the seller. There you go. Okay. The seller. I'm sorry. When I say the seller, not the seller, the owner of the house, because we don't know what they're selling. So the owner of the house, because you're reaching out to these people, you don't know what they're selling. And when you're reaching out to them, that's basically marketing. In every business, you have to market your product. You have to get eyes on it. Okay. So even on Instagram, if somebody has a product, they put it on their Instagram page. All right. Now, depending on their following, how they engage, that's that's another whole topic or situation. But just putting it out in front of eyes, that's considered marketing your product. Okay. Exactly. So you're basically getting in touch with the owner. All right. Now, the one thing I like, I mentioned the Duru Driving app because DuruDriving.com, you download the app, get the free trial and all that. But one thing I like about the app is basically you can see who's the owner right then and there. I had to do this with pen and paper, but you can see who's the owner right then and there and, and you can call them. Um, you can call them on the spot, send them a postcard, whatever the case may be. But what I did, I sent them a postcard. So by me sending them a postcard, um, by me sending them a postcard, people will call back and, you know, they either tell me their price, they'll curse me out, um, you know, tell me to never contact them again or whatever the case may be, but I'm getting my responses, right? And it only takes one person to say yes. So it took me eight months to get my first deal, but that's one way you can find what, what we're calling motivated sellers. As wholesalers, you're not looking for people who want to sell. You're looking for people who need to sell. There's a difference. And so how do, how, I don't know if you're going to get into it. I'm going to cut you off. But how do you find that need? How do you like prod and ask questions? How does that dialogue go? Okay. All right. And that's a good question. So basically, you're saying, hey, you're asking your normal house questions. Um, can you tell me a little bit about the house? Okay, sounds great. In the meantime, when they're talking to me, I'm on I'm on my computer looking at comparables uh, sales to see, you know, because I can't buy a house for 100 is worth 100. I need a discount so I can make money. So therefore, I'm doing, I'm saying, hey, so uh, can you tell me a little bit about the house? You know, um, how many beds and baths does it have? Okay, great. All right. And um, just curious. Why are you looking or open to selling? And at that particular point. You're good, my fault. Oh, I think he cut out. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Oh, I'm good. oh, he was staying really still. <laughs> no, I knew you had to go turn the camera back on, so I wanted to talk so it could be easier for the editor. Got it, got it, uh, he's yeah. been practicing on FaceTime, freezing up on people. <laughs> <laughs> Now I want to make it easy for that. Okay, so um, basically what um, I'm doing, I'm, I'm driving, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm asking those questions. When I'm asking those questions, um, I, I eventually get to the question, so why are you looking to sell? Well, I inherited this house. I don't want anything. Um, I, me and my family live across town. 
So we just want to get rid of this and move on with our lives. Or my first transact, my deal was, hey, look, I've been a lady. He's like, man, how old are you? I said, uh, I'm, I'm 26. I was 26, 27 at the time. So I was like, sir, uh, I'm 26, 27, whenever I was at that time. He was like, uh, man, I've been doing this longer than you've been living. He was like, I'm just tired of it, man. He said, I went out, man. I'm just, I'm done with it. The last people, we finally got them out. You know, I'm done with the business. You know, real estate's a great business, but I'm done. So <clears throat> he was motivated because he just wanted out the business. He didn't want to um, fix up that. He didn't want to fix up the house. If he didn't want to a realtor, a realtor wouldn't have took him serious because realtor would be like, man, I'm not listing this. This is terrible. So he dealt with me, an investor, and what I did, we agreed on the price of 11, well, eventually 11,000, I sold it for 13,000, I made 2,000 on that, my first deal. I made $2,000 on my first deal. So That's small. Yeah. that was essentially what wholesaling, what it consisted of. But you get better with talking to potential sellers of properties. You're gonna get better with that. That's just gonna come with time. But the way you know they're motivated if the questions that you ask. You're going to talk to people that their house is worth 150. They're going to say, hey, look, I want 150. Well, that's, you know what? That's great. I'm not your best option. So therefore, since I'm not your best option, it's better for you to list with the realtor. And they might say, hey, well, you know, I want to look this out. I'm just seeing, just, I was just seeing with you, um, I was just seeing what you were going to, uh, you know, what you're going to offer. You reached out to me. Oh, okay, well, fine. You know, we're, I'm a real estate investor. So I'm looking for houses that, um, <clears throat> I'm looking for houses that have problems and I need to fix up so I can make some money. If that's not you, then, you know, I'm sorry to waste your time and I get them off my line, whatever. Because as an investor, right? We need houses that we put money in to make money, okay? So those are houses I need. Now as a wholesaler, you put money into it? No, but the end buyer is. You know, so somebody tells me they had their house. Oh, I oh I just put a new kitchen in, a new roof. Oh, it's the perfect house. Hey, look, sounds like a great house, and I might not be your best option. Yeah. But the way we know who's motivated and who's not is by asking probing questions. Now, sometimes you're gonna get people. Hey, look, I just want to get rid of this house. I'm done. I'm I'm tired of this house. What, what do we need to do? And I know at that point, hey, I can go set up an appointment or I can close them over the phone because they just went out of the house. Yeah. Those situations happen. Got it. So uh, I'm curious, I guess like now, is there like, what's the percentage of motivated sellers? I guess, all right, may, I guess maybe now I would just, I'm, I'm thinking that you're a little bit more targeted or maybe you just don't like, I don't even know what I'm trying to ask. When you're, when you're looking for someone who's selling the house, right? I guess, what's the percentage of people who are willing to sell to people who are like, no, nah, I'm not trying to sell. I'm, I'm just curious. Like, do you do you target either like certain houses and you find maybe like, you know, I find a better response when I look at houses who are, you know, more dilapidated or is it kind of just random in the air and you never okay. know, yeah. you, like, or you never know what the person's going to say over the, over the phone, if that makes sense. See, what I do is I go after right now due to the COVID and, you know, people not getting paid and people think you can't evict. I go after absentee owners. And does the app tell you that? Or like, how do you, 
The app tells you that. The app tells you that. But in my business, what we do is we buy lists as well. We buy lists. So meaning that I'll go to a list broker. A list broker like um, durulist.com. Durulist.com, right? So at durulist.com, what that does is I can get an absentee owner list. And when guys that's listening, when I say Duru, it's D-O-R-U. Because I'm the Duru. That's what I go by. Because I'm not a guru. I'm a Duru because I actually do this business. So that's what I, I go oh, by. I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. So, but I buy lists and I buy like absentee owner lists. But if you're driving for dollars and if you don't have any money and you're driving for dollars, then that app will tell you. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. So that way you could be a little bit more strategic and targeted. And I'm assuming those absentee listers or people who are absentee oh, yes. are more likely to, uh, are more willing to. That's why they absent. Yeah, yeah, yeah to sell their house. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I'm curious though, what would you say um, in, in that whole process of a deal, finding the seller, getting it under contract, finding in the investor, what would you say is the hardest or most difficult part within that process? Is it finding the property? Is it trying to find the investor? Um, finding the property is the hardest thing in that process. Yeah. And just take times and most people give up and quit. But my saying is this, right? Life is going to be hard regardless of if you're doing what you want to do or not. You know, I, I worked a job that I didn't want to work that job, but I had to work that job. You know why I had to work that job? Because I wanted my bills paid. That was hard to me. That was hard. I didn't want to be there. I didn't like the people there. Um, I wasn't treated well at all. That was hard to me. So with real estate, I knew that was my way out. And eventually, you know, I'm, I took a, uh, uh, well, my, before I got fired in September of 2012, I was making 38,000. So then I created a six figure business from a six figure business turned into a seven. So with that being said, you know, it's harder to find the sellers, but it's, it's, it's one of those situations where it's worth it. Got it. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. if that's your if that's your source of income and that's how you're making your money, you got to keep trying to find that deal. Push like you said, out. it only takes it only takes one person to say yes. And uh, Jay-Z has a, has a, I don't know if you call it a quote, but there's a video of Jay-Z. He's speaking at some college maybe or some convention. Um, but then he uh, essentially he goes like, you know, you you only need to be right once, you know, that's it. And uh, I remember when I first saw that, I never really understood. I said, what do you mean by that? You know, like, what do you mean by that? Uh, but I think he was talking in, in turn, he was referring to himself. He was talking about music. You know, Jay-Z started doing music at a later age than you think most people get into rap. And he was saying how a lot of people doubted him, saying too old, shouldn't be doing it, this, that, and the third. But once his first album hit and look at it, you know, like, all I have to do is be right once. And then once you get it, and then you just move on with it. So uh, I guess you can kind of apply it to wholesaling too. You know, you have a whole list of 100 people. You only need one person to really say yes before you get that deal. You know, and then once you do that, I'm sure you, that, like you said, over time, that experience will capitalize and have better strategies and all that good stuff. 100%. So, sure, for sure. So. Uh, on that note, we'll wrap up this first segment um, and we'll get prepared for segment two. Edom has that quote of the day. So we'll take a minute and we'll get into that. All right. It's time for segment two for that quote of the day. So Edom has that quote. He'll say it. We'll try and guess who said it and give our interpretation. What we got? All right. Well, 
You guys aren't going to guess it. Not because it's from an anime, all right? <laughs> Only because I said it, and last time I had a quote, nobody got it. So um, <laughs> uh, the quote is, energy is currency. I don't think I did that one. Energy is currency. Energy is currency. Short, simple, to the point. Yeah, I mean, same thing as as uh, time is money. I guess energy kind of sounds pretty cool. Um, to me, it gives like a cyberpunk effect to it, but... Um, yeah, it's just, you know, whatever you whatever you put your energy into, whatever you put your time into, that's going to, you know, give you fruits of your labor, so. Not for sure. You kind of think, um, like, I like to quote Gary Vee, right? Gary Vee likes to say, attention is currency today. Um, but I think that kind of applies to the same thing. When he says attention is currency, he's talking about marketing, right? We were just talking about marketing, right? Age of social media, getting eyes on your post, getting eyes on whatever that you're selling. That is how you make money. And that's what companies are big on. Social media, you know, is is uh, is attention. But I think energy can be applied the same way. Energy towards your business, energy towards marketing, energy towards anything. That's what makes the that makes that's what makes your business grow. That's what makes anything grow and move is the amount of energy that you put into it. Yep. Uh, and people can see that. People can see um who we had we had somebody lately and they said uh, i think it was for the guys from top figure when they're like yo put uh i don't think they said put energy into into your product but they're like put time oh yeah put time and effort because just tell. can tell yeah because customers can tell yeah. if you put time into your product or not because they'll see they'll see the quality right um and i think i think energy is the same thing whatever that you have business brand whatever if you're not putting the energy towards it people could tell people could tell like how much effort you put into it um, sometimes you could can, tell first and foremost, you know, you, you, you yeah, yourself, you can yeah. tell first and foremost. And then if, you know, if you can tell your the audience, person, gonna tell, the audience so. can tell if you're putting time and effort into your product, it's all about the details. And yeah. Stuff. So for sure. Energy, energy is currency. Any thoughts? Uh, and, and your take, Mr. Nasir? Um, I'm saying, okay. So energy is currency. My, my personal opinion. I mean, I just think that like energy is money. Stay away from bad energy, you know, meaning that um, as entrepreneurs, you know, sometimes we get with people that you sure we can do this. Um, I mean, is this going to be, is this going to work out? I mean, I don't want to lose any money. Like that's just bad energy. Energy is currency. You don't want that around you. So, you know, I take it as that. I take it as, you know, when you say, yo, what you put your energy into, you know, is going to be, you know, going to pay you, which is essentially true. Like you know, similar to the time of money, but it can mean it can mean either or. I think definitely, definitely. So you said stay away from bad energy. I like that. I like yeah, that. yeah. I mean, yeah. Negative people, even people, you know, it, oh, eh. even not in the um, entrepreneurship space. Those people, uh, the people always dragging their feet in the mud, and they're always uh, doubting uh, the doubters and all the uh, pessimists, negative Nancys, all that stuff. So you know. E- even outside of the realist um, entrepreneurship space, those people who, you know, just kind of just don't do any, uh, I'd say better for themselves and the time you spend or waste, you know, uh, um, pouring into that person, you could have been doing something else. Absolutely. Sure. All right. So another Edom original. Can you say that one more time as we wrap this up? Uh, the quote is energy is currency. There we go. Energy is currency. All right, so that wraps up quote of the day. Let's go into our final segment. We'll continue this conversation on wholesaling. Um, so 
my first question is uh there's many things to do with real estate right so i'm i'm st i haven't gotten into it yet but from you know learning and everything you know there's buy buy and hold you can rent out the property uh you can flip a property to make money you can wholesale the property to make money they all have their pros and cons um obviously you're in wholesaling but i want to hear your opinion um maybe either why you went towards wholesaling instead of either flipping or like buying and renting do you do a little bit of all three um kind of like your take on wholesaling versus uh like flipping properties and like renting out properties okay so i do all of those but the reason why i went into wholesaling man when i was at my job man i needed to get out and i was broke and i wanted to make this work i've been wanting to be a, a real estate investor since i was 19 man i'm 37 so with that being said, man, I saw this as an excellent opportunity to make money. I'm like, yo, my paycheck after I get after I take home is $2,400 a month. So I was like, man, I thought the taxes and my dental insurance and all that. I'm like, man, I'm taking home like $2,200, $2,400 a month. I said, man, if I wholesale one deal a month and make five grand, that's double my pay. So that's how I looked at it. So that's that's why that's what got me into it because I'm like yo, it's the least amount of risk. As a rehabber, you might have to have a down payment. You have to have money. You might have to have money to fix up the um the property. Can you do that with no money? Absolutely, you can. Especially if you got friends and family that's willing to front that money. That was not my situation, so I knew what I had to do was get in wholesaling. You know. Um, you know, so that's 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 why I chose wholesaling. Do I build houses? Yes. Um, I, I build houses. I I have rental properties. I have a um, I fix and flip all the time. But wholesaling is my bread and butter. Got it. Got it. Um, what would you say is um, in the, the years that you've been doing it? What would you say is or one of your best deals? or your favorite deals that you did, and then also maybe one of your worst deals. Or stressful, worst or stressful. Worst so, or stressful. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, best deal could be stressful too. So we're not gonna so maybe like leave anything best out. Deal, maybe like, that's maybe like the most money you made or like, yeah, I remember that deal, like that was lit. Or like, oh, I hated this deal. Like, what would you say are the best and the worst? Since we know everything's not all pretty, right? So we have to let our audience know what, what the good times and the bad times look like. Uh, best deal, I made 246,000. <laughs> Golly. Oh, for one property? Yeah. Was a was a house Ooh. mansion? You... <laughs> he, he sold Trump Tower that just closed. That's what he did. <laughs> was that like a commercial space? Was that a was that a residential space? It was. It was a. You might as well say it was a commercial deal. Okay. Golly. And then what would you say was like your worst or stressful, most stressful deal? Uh, this new build I did, man. I lost thirty thousand on it. You lost thirty thousand. How do you lose? Uh, yeah. How do you lose thirty thousand on a wholesaling deal? On a new construction deal? Uh, I, I built the house. Oh, oh, so it wasn't a wholesaling deal. Okay, okay, okay. Nah, I built the house and lost thirty thousand. So it. yeah. Got it. Got it. It's probably my worst deal. Probably your worst deal. <laughs> and um, I'm curious, how has COVID impacted the wholesaling industry, if it has? Right. I know in terms of regular real estate, it's had some impact. Some people, um, people who are renting, a lot of them couldn't pay their rent, right? So some landlords, they either had to kick out their tenants, right? Or they had to just suck up and say, hey, I'm not making money for a little while. 
So um, in terms of wholesaling, has it, has COVID impacted it? And if so, how? Yeah, I mean, it definitely um, has it's what you just described. I mean, that's the way. I mean, um, you know, some people are not getting paid. And even if the, like, if you live in a high cost of living state like New York and New Jersey, let's say you got reserves for each property like you're supposed to have, man, but the cost of living up there is so high. Like I was watching, I was seeing an article floating around social media talking about like somebody ain't paid in six months. And that was like 17,000 worth of rent. So if you were in a place like that, then yeah, that's, that's, you know what I mean? You you could have reserves. You could have been more than prepared to still, it's a hit. So that's the same way in the real estate investment side. Now as wholesaling, what has it done wholesaling? I mean, the market is hot here where I'm at. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. The market's hot, it's on fire. So I can't really say that it affected in a bad way. Got it, got it. Um, I'm interested. I, I haven't heard, I, I haven't personally haven't been to Charlotte, uh, but I'm hearing a lot of people say Charlotte's very up and coming. It's definitely one of the cities I want to visit. Um, you're saying the market is hot, I guess. Could you, is there any other, is there like a reason for that? Or like, what, what, what is it about Charlotte that makes it so popular? Um, I mean, yo, it's, it's just jumping, bro. Beautiful city, nice clean city. <laughs> not, it's, it's not cheap no more, you know what I'm saying? But it's everything you want in the city, you know what I mean? Like, we got entertainment. Um, our downtown area is nice. Um, nice food places. You know, the women are beautiful. So it's just everything you want in the city. So everything you love. Everything, everything you love, man. We got we got all major sports teams. Uh, yeah. No, no, we don't have baseball. We don't have, I'm sorry, we have minor league baseball. You okay. did just get the soccer team. We got a football team. We got a basketball team. That's what you need. You better than the Norfolk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Norfolk, we, got, we, got a, we got a minor league baseball. I think minor league hockey. That's joined downtown. That like downtown. I don't watch out of those yeah, sports. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that's all we got. But shout out, you know, I love Nova. Shout out to seven five seven. They've been, it's been good to me since I've been here. So no, no hate, but you know, New York, New York, like that. Um, okay. And um, so someone who wants to get into wholesaling, should there is there a certain market they, I guess maybe like, um, a place in the United States or a certain market they should be looking into, or maybe trying to stay away from, or like how can they tell, right? Because you know. Here, like, all right, if you want to buy a property in New York, it's so expensive. Nah, don't do that. Go down south. Land is cheaper. All right, so you hear those, like, type of stereotypes. So if someone wants to get into wholesaling, do those rules somewhat apply? Or, like, should there, are there certain... I'm going to tell you like this, bro. You can wholesale anywhere, bro. Mm -hmm. you, got, you got guys wholesaling inside New York City. You got, um, uh, I know a woman, Crystal. She's in L.A., in L.A., and she's wholesale inside of L.A., you know. So you can wholesale anywhere. Um, now are some markets more tougher than others? Absolutely. Yes. You know, if you're in New York, LA, um, one of those places where you decide like, well, I want to wholesale somewhere else, then yes, that's an option as well. But essentially you can wholesale anywhere, but some places are tougher than others. Got it. All right. That makes sense. So for you guys listening, wherever you are, wherever you're listening to, you heard that. So that might be that motivation that you need. Um, if you're questioning where you're at, if you can wholesale there, just do it. Um, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Right? Um, and then lastly, I want to cover. I know uh, I've seen your ads. You and Max Maxwell. I've seen your ads on Instagram. 
Um, you, you guys have a wholesaling course. I know you guys do like YouTube videos and all that. You talk about the guruenlist.com and all that. So could you talk to the people? Well, what's all that about? What's the gurus and like everything that you do and everything that you promote to help other people get into wholesaling? If you could talk about that. All right. So that's basically from maxandnaz.com. We got a course. So maxandnaz.com. We have a course. It's a wholesaling course to get you to three to five deals a month. All the tools you need, the, the scripts that we use, the softwares that we use to get you to three to five wholesale deals a month. So let's say um, you're, you do three deals at $5,000 a month. I'm sorry, $5,000 a piece at $15,000 right there. Most Americans do not make that. So with that being said, um, the, the course is just to get you to three to five wholesale deals a month. That's basically what it is, man. And um, it's a wholesaling course. What's included in that is you get the Facebook group, you get the coaching calls, um, you get so that's the access to me and Max. It's the only way you're gonna get access to us. You don't have any other private coaching or anything like that. This is it right here. So in the course, just give you everything you need, man. Um, you got questions. We, we even got an app. You can ask on that the app or in the Facebook group. Got it. And then the Duru websites that you were quoting before that you were mentioning earlier, are those, did you make those or is that part of the course too? Is that separate? That's part of, I mean, yeah, we put that in the course as well. Like um, as far as the sites and stuff that we use, yes. Got it, got it. All right. I mean, these are things that we actually use in our business. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. So just helping the people, everybody eats, man. Yeah, helping, bro. Helping yeah. Eat, helping yeah. people eat, right? So you, you love it. So um, it's just not. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, my cousin, Randy, right? So one thing he said, uh, this kind of goes back to the wholesaling, my team is slipping. Um, he said, wholesaling is money now. He said, flipping is money later. And then renting it is money forever. So I remember that. Yeah, yeah. right. So um, I think I was kind of thinking about that before, but that was, I think that was a good way. To me, that was a good way of interpreting and looking at it, right? There's different ways you can do it if you want your money now. Like you said, like you said, you're trying to get your job now, right? So that's why you're wholesaling because it's quicker to get that deal quicker to get that cash in, in your account. Um, if you're flipping it, like you said, you're gonna need that down payment, you're gonna need more of a process, you're probably not gonna see that for a little bit. And then if you're renting it, it's you know, you're gonna get residual every month, right? So it's not gonna be a huge lump sum that you're gonna eat from today, yeah. but you're gonna have that long term. So you'll be set for a little while, however long that you're on that property slash that tenant's paying. Absolutely. Yeah. So um that's a good that's a good breakdown for, for everybody interested in real estate um that wraps up everything i have to ask good i'm pretty good yeah all right perfect so before we end it completely so offline we asked you if you had a song for us that describes your um wholesaling business uh or anything you've been listening to so let's hear it all right i mean um all right so you asked me on the spot. Let me. I'm, I'm going to give you one song that got me through some rough times, right? When I was on my job, bro, and I still listen to this song today by the greatest rapper of all time. I was. Um, I used to be at my job, bro, and um, I used to get passed up on promotions. And you know, you you want to flip over a table when that happens or whatever, especially when you're making twelve dollars an hour and the the promotion. At the time, you thought it was life-saving or whatever. It could change your life, the amount of money you were making. But 
the song was that I, I would listen to that, you know what I mean? And then get me right back in the mood to get back at it. And uh, that was On to the Next One by Jay-Z. Yes, sir. I still listen to that one. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> son. Damn, bro. And, and you know Swiss produced that, man. And, you know, two hustles on that track, bro. So, yeah, man. Got it, got it. Got a million ways to get it. (laughs) (laughs) A million ways to get it, That might be the first Jay-Z on the the playlist. That's the first Jay-Z. That's the first Swiss Beats. I'm glad. That's my favorite song on the playlist right now, to be honest. (laughs) Nah, yo, I mean, you know, I'm from from Jersey, so, you know, Jay-Z is it. You know what I mean? Like, I live in, I realized when I moved out of the state that everybody doesn't have the same appreciation and respect for Jay as Jersey, New York folks do. Yeah, yeah. Because sure. I remember when Jay dropped the 444 album and they talking about Jay kicking knowledge and Jay talking about buying property and yeah. entrepreneurship. And I'm like, what? Jay been talking about that since Reasonable Doubt. Yeah. Like he was on some, like he was been the best slick talker talking about entrepreneurship, owning your own business. He was doing that when I was in high school. You know what I mean? Um, I know, I, man, I, I finished in 01, but the track where he said Rockefeller, uh, I'm sorry, Rockaware did eight, um, 18 mil in eight months. You can bullshit with rap if you want, motherfuckers. But, bruh, you know, he been talking that talk. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely hardcore Jay-Z. Got it, got it. I respect that. Know it is, yeah. know it is, for sure. Um... That's that's a lot of gems for you guys. So today that was a really educational episode. Yeah. Um, what are before we finish finish this time, what are your social media plugs, websites? Where can people find you? I know you gave out your uh maximal.com, but what are your social media um website websites and where can people find you if they want to learn more? Okay, so YouTube, 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 real estate duro, Instagram, real estate duro. Um, YouTube, um, Facebook, wholesaling with the Duru. That's the that's the Facebook group. Wholesaling <laughs> with the Duru, got it. Yeah. All right. So Instagram, real estate Duru. So that's how you find me. Um, the blog, realestateduru.com. You put your name and your email in, bro. Put your name and your email in, and once you do that, you um, you are set. Um, you are you. I'm sorry. You you have my contract and assignment. I use in my real estate business. Got it. And Duru is D-O-R-U, not D-U-R-U. There you go, bro. There you go. Because I do this business. <laughs> For sure. I love that. I love that. Um, so on that note, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you very much for joining us today, dropping that knowledge, talking about wholesaling. You never know, you know, how you can make money and the different ways you can make money. There's different ways to get involved in real estate. A lot of times people think just simply buying and renting or flipping a property. Oh, I don't have a down payment. I don't have my two years of, you know, work experience. Stop know. making excuses. Exactly, right? You have all this stuff. So wholesaling, that's, it's not necessarily easy, right? And we're not making the same as easy, but it's another way and another avenue uh, to to make money. Yeah. And you obviously can't make money. So Get yourself involved. Get yourself plugged in with the Duru, right? Because he does his business. So on that note, again, make sure you're uh, subscribed to our YouTube channel. Everybody Eats Show on YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, turn on your notifications. You don't want to miss out on this content. 
Make sure you're following us on social media. Everybody eats dot pod on Instagram, EBE pod on Twitter, where wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. Make sure you like, comment, make sure that you share this with your friends. Knowledge is important. Don't be selfish. Everybody eats. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.